0: I welcome you on this wonderful weekend that we celebrate Independence Day. I want to start by saying, believing, believing, is always a risk. It takes courage to believe in something, like the good news, when there is all this pain and death and violence and hate speech that goes on all around us, if not sometimes even reflected in our own thoughts, in our own words, and perhaps even in our own actions. Today in Mark's Gospel account, we see and hear and experience with Jesus his homecoming. We listen in on the conversations among his neighbors, his friends, and even his family. We hear those who are gathering around Jesus doubting that what they have seen and heard themselves is authentically who Jesus is and what he is truly, authentically, to be about in the world. But we hear this. Really? Really, they say? This is just Jesus, the carpenter's son. Oh, we know him. We know all about him and where he came from and who his family is. Who does he think he is? Talking out of turn, as if with authority greater than our own. Oh, no, Jesus. You put your sandals on just like the rest of us. (laughs) Don't pretend you are better or holier than any of us. Frankly, Jesus, you offend us. Such a welcome home that it reminds me of the old adage, familiarity breeds contempt. Or in Jesus' words, prophets are not without honor except in their hometown and among their own kin and in their own house. Have you ever gone home, literally or metaphorically, and experienced something like Jesus does in this gospel? Have you ever spoken your truth, just yours? and have it dismissed, belittled, or even denied? I have. And for that very reason, for this gospel before us this day, I am profoundly grateful. You see, Jesus is a failure in his hometown. So if you have ever felt like a failure, if your deep down, most authentic truth has ever been dismissed or denied, if your gifts have not been recognized, affirmed, and invited to the table, this gospel today is for you. You are right there in the best of company with Jesus. It is a good reminder today to say out loud that Jesus is human and divine. So to think that the human heart of Jesus was not broken is a further denial of his authentic self. Just like you and me, Jesus has suffered failure, heartbreak, and denial of his most authentic identity. Luke tells us the story with a few more details than Mark. You see, Jesus, in Luke's Gospel, Version was invited to teach in the temple. We're not giving given that detail in Mark and Luke includes the text from which Jesus Instructs his neighbors his friends and yes even his family Luke includes the text that Jesus begins his lesson from the prophet Isaiah He reads the scroll The Spirit of the Lord is upon me He has anointed me to bring good news to the poor, to proclaim the release of captives, recovery of sight to the blind, and to let the oppressed go free. Imagine with me the temple setting. Everyone is listening, and everyone knows that this text from Isaiah is exactly the one to predict the coming of the Messiah. So when they hear Jesus and see him, look up and say these words. Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. They realized he was claiming not only a prophetic mission, but one that may well be that of the very Messiah for whom they were waiting still to arrive. No, not this one, they say. I know too much about him for this to be possible. And so they were not only offended, they were outraged. Jesus's offense was that he told them who he really is and what he was really about on this divinely given mission. Sometimes speaking the whole truth and nothing but the truth, is the most costly of all life experiences, especially when you are surrounded by the ones who know you best or think they do. Beware, friends, if this is familiar experience to you, just remember the occasions when you or I have done the same thing to others. When you or I think we know best or have the right information to cast a judgment on another. And we can do this to ourselves as well. Have you ever found yourself thinking or saying something like, oh God could not possibly be calling me to fill in the blank. You fill in the blank because if truth be told, we have all been down that road one time or another. When we refuse to live into the invitation that God invites us to live into, and rather listen to the voices of others, or to the voices of fear within ourselves. What if, what if, right here in this gospel, another way to proceed is given us as a guide for a new way of listening, a new way of discerning who we are called to be as followers of this very God of unconditional love and inclusion. What if we are being offered in this text a witness of a different way of being for ourselves, for others, for the life of the whole creation? What if in this gospel story, And in the ongoing revelation of God in our own day and time, we understand that the divine, the incarnate in the fully human and fully divine Jesus is calling us yet again to freedom from oppression, freedom from willful judgment, and the self-proclaimed prisons we sometimes make for ourselves. Or are we also willing to claim this gospel as our own, as a call to action, so that we no longer claim cruel judgments and foist our judgments upon others? What if, just what if for today, on July 4th, 2021, Independence Day, you and I declared our freedom our truest, deepest, most authentic freedom that is so profoundly and deeply rooted in our life and faith in Jesus Christ. That's true freedom. Yes, believing is always a risk, and believing becoming action on a part and on the part of others for their freedom always comes at a cost. What if, on this Independence Day 2021, we are being called to declare our dependence on the love of God alone? And what if we believe this call to action, to mission, in the name of Jesus Christ, is nothing about being independent from others? God knows In the unfolding freedom that we have now, post and not really post pandemic, but where we are situated right now, we have learned the long, hard, painful lesson of interdependence. We are asked as people of faith to bring that lesson into our life and action on behalf of others in the world. We are wholly interdependent, not only for the sake of our lives, but for the sake of the lives, and the lives in all of creation. Mark tells us that the disbelieving family, friends, and neighbors had an enormous, enormous impact on Jesus. He states it pretty clearly. And he could do no deed of power there. And he was amazed at their unbelief. Imagine this Jesus, fully human, fully divine, faced into an unbelieving gathering of folks that had such a huge impact on him that he could not do any deed of power. Faith is about cooperating with the power that is God's in us, through us, in others, through others. Unbelief has its impact on every single one of us. And yes, speaking truth comes at a cost. But the story doesn't end there. It gloriously and powerfully unfolds a wee, as we are told that Jesus doesn't skip a beat as he instructs his disciples about their common life and mission. He sends out though, sometimes hapless, hopeless doubting disciples. He sends them out two by two and instructs them about setting priorities of what to bring and how to respond to inhospitality because we'll all experience that in our lives. Do not get weighed down by carrying too much around with you. Do not get distracted from your mission of reconciliation and healing and loving. And when you face down unwelcome if not offensive encounters, simply shake the dust and keep on keeping on the urgent spreading of the message of the gospel meant for all God's beloveds. Do not get tempted into standing your ground and getting into a reactive, disrespectful approach to others. Shake the dust, protect your peace, and walk away. But walk away strengthened by the fact that Jesus Christ comes alongside you, travels with you every step of the way. Just two Sundays ago, Josh asked a question of us. Something like this. Just where are we, Church of Reconciliation, being called beyond our sanctuary? How are we to move more deeply into and more open-hearted relationships of service to our neighbors, diverse as we all are? Shall we go two-by-two, open-hearted, welcoming of all we encounter along the way? Shall we go two-by-two, I ask? Will we listen and risk believing that miracles do happen when truth is spoken to power? Shall we not only risk believing but also be willing to live with the cost of discipleship, which always requires sacrifice and discipline. You probably heard the news on television about the sale of the property of our neighbors next door to us. I'm not going to go into the details, but I will ask you, number one, to pray for our neighbors. Because in this exchange of property, their water was cut off. Now, I don't know if their water is back on, but the city is now really involved. But that's not sufficient, my friends. How about you and I make an effort to meet some of our neighbors' needs? What if you and I? go out and simply bring back and put near our food pantry some water. Something that makes a difference for thirsty people. Well, all of us are celebrating Independence Day here. The freedom you and I experience as gift. But let's also be honest. Our neighbors are not that free. And we are wholly privileged to be in this space, in this time, with as much resources as we have in our lives. Can we walk away? Will we walk away from the needs of our neighbors? Jesus says, no, that is not the faith that is seated in your heart. Jesus could do nothing in his hometown because of others' unbelief. You and I profess to be believers. You and I are called to action on behalf of our neighbors, most especially because we celebrate Independence Day in a totally interdependent world. Jesus stands all of this independence on his head. What does he do? He sends his disciples out two by two. We work together. We minister together. We accept the responsibility of speaking the truth of the gospel, that is, good news meant for all God's people together. And we accept the cost of discipleship together. May you and I feel the call to be sent out from this place, two by two by two by two by two. And may you and I realize that the cost will come, the inhospitality we'll experience, but what we have is the witness of Jesus Christ to follow. Amen.